Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is show number 48. We in this bitch, if you didn't know. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Sorry, I'm a little inebriated now after this last show that we just did with our good friend from our fellow podcast mafia affiliate, the BYOCB crew. He sounds, he sounds much better than us. How so? It's embarrassing to sit at a table and hear someone way better than you for the whole time. Okay, see now you're now you're just you're just being facetious. How dare you say such I'm things not. to me? Why why would you say this to I'm me in my own house? Very How dare honest. You? Well, just just me, I guess. Then okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. All right, that's a funny joke. Well, thank you for funny being joke. Thank you for being honest. I appreciate it. That's that's all I need to hear. Uh, over here to my right, we've got Corn Dog. Hey, what's up, y'all? How's it going? The only person here not drinking beer, but drinking mulberry gin, which is a tree, not a bush. Could also be a bush. But which grows she, uh, into a tree. Which she tried to get everybody else to drink, and we all politely declined. Except for the fact that while you were away, both these motherfuckers tried it. They tried it, but they're not drinking it. And right both now. thought it was delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never said it wasn't delicious. It is delicious. Just it's saying. Just not what we're drinking right now. Just you not what you're a, drinking right now. You're a lone wolf. Lone wolf, my friend. I'm a lone stander. Over here in the middle, we've got B Rock. What's going on? Somebody brought their own craft beer. <laughs> ah, ha, ha, ha. Like and that was good venereal that was very good. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you did that and over here to my left the person that I just alluded to from our lovely podcast mafia affiliate the BYOCB show we've got Mr. Chris Fisher hola I am uh, Instagramming you as we speak hey. for the sexiest podcast in Central Florida Steezy Trap House. Hey. Guaranteeing you the lowest downloads in history. Goddamn right. Me on your show. That Goddamn was last right. week. We'll try to change that. <laughs> that was every show. Mr. Fisher, would you like to do any plugs for your show before you can, we begin? Yeah, absolutely. Go to BYOCBshow.com. That's the website. At BYOCBshow on the Twitter. We're talking about the Snapchat. Twitter. We might we might snap it out a little bit. Uh, oh, and, might we? We may. We may. We talked about that on our show. We just did a show with, uh, with the full cast of CZ's Trap House. And uh, you can uh, find our Facebook group, BYOCB. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that this is the first time that we're recording on your show. Maybe I will earn a full episode designation. No. Maybe with B-Rock in the house. No, this no. is 48.5. 45. Damn you. <laughs> Damn it. We're, we're skipping 48 completely. We're doing 48.5. And then on Sunday, we're going back to 48. Okay. Well, I will not be distracted by Reservoir Dogs or my keychains <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> Let's hope I, not. I'd like to hope so, yes. B-Rock, did you even hear that episode when that whole shit show was going down? No, with uh, Chris? Doesn't care. Doesn't no, care at no. all. No one listens <laughs> to any I, shows. We go on every other podcast and ruin their download numbers. It's, 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 it's awful. But I realized, because you said on your last show, everyone says on your show that Corndog and B-Rock are the ones that people like. I feel your pain as a podcast host. No one likes me. Everyone likes Alex on my show. He's the lovable sidekick, the co-host. No one wants to hear me, right? Nope. And, right I, and I never shut up. So. Right there with you. Yeah. yeah. No, I literally just sit here and talk and talk and talk into this goddamn microphone and hope that people are liking it. And then whenever I go out and I hear feedback from people, well, they just say, one, oh. One person said that to you, and it was me. So yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, I think, I think that yeah. myself and Corndog are the better ones on yeah. the show. That was words from B-Rock. I mean, to be fair, you do have a good point. I mean, 
You could take over the show at any time, you know. That's not true. You could take over my <laughs> lease at any time if you'd like also cuz I'm tired of paying rent. I'm fucking over it. I'm done. Done, son. Well, as I said in the last episode, there be no bemo without no steezy. So, that's means That's the neither same. neither here nor there. Neither means here the same there. thing. There be no corn dog or I mean B-Rock still exists as his own entity. I want to be walking here by uh you know, a dozen people. By ten, yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say tens of people. Yes. So you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all that good shenanigans. Download and subscribe to the show. Rate us five stars. Give us a lovely review. We'd appreciate it because it helps us get a little more exposure out in the public. Find us on Twitter at Steezy Trap House. Find us on Instagram at Steezy's Trap House. Find us on Facebook. Like our page. Join the STH show group on Facebook. All kinds of shenanigans and discussion in there. Not so much about Pokemon Go anymore. It's calmed down as the Pokemon just, Go just wrestling trend has calmed down as well. It's it's a little more wrestling oriented now, but not too much. Not too much. Which, by the way, the Facebook page is different from the fan page, quote unquote fan page. We have yeah, STH yeah. show, and then we have <laughs> Steezy's Trap House on Instagram on uh, Facebook. That's the show page, and then we have the page that everybody has fun on and talks to each other on, and that's STH Show. You can find both, like both, oh. spread both. Yes, yes. And use our Amazon link if you'd like to. You can find that on the STH Show page. You can also find that on our website, www.steezystraphouse.com. Turn your ad blockers off when you go there, or Please. else you won't see the Amazon. <laughs> Please do. Because Ooh, good call. I have the ad blocker on myself, and I have to do it every time I want to That's why nobody's clicked it. That's probably why, honestly. To, they get to, frustrated. To be quite honest. They're like, what the fuck? This motherfucker told me to come here and do this shit, and now I can't even find it. Fuck this shit. I'm never downloading it again. Whatever. It is what it is. Cheers, everybody, by the way, before we begin over here. Cheers. Last but not Thank least, you. shout out to the Podcast Mafia, since we have another Podcast Mafia member here in the trap house with us. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. It's a. Uh, it's nice that you get to. This is your first time in the actual trap house, not in the not in the kitchen or the, the yeah. trap room. We did record an episode uh, in the in the dining room. Would that be what that would be called? Would that be what that yeah. would be called? I suppose so. <laughs> dining dining slash the dining area kitchen slash living area. And the cat kept trying to jump on my uh, recording equipment. Yes, trap time. cat. This is a thing. Which she made a great face every time too, of like, get it the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, and look, Please. speak of the devil. I was trying there she to goes not. Again. She knows we're talking. I was trying to be calm. You guys know my mantra plus tantra, whatever. I, I don't know. A mantra <laughs> <laughs> equals quantra. Contra. It was a great game on uh, contra, Nintendo. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm trying to be calm. Hard. Was hard. We didn't. Uh, we we discussed somewhat about you know you trying to calm down with show notes and everything, but we didn't talk about your and my parallels as uh, I guess angry temper tantrum throwing people. Yeah, it's we, bad, man. We discussed this a little bit before the show, and I'm right there with you, man. I'm probably the exact same person. You don't even know it. Uh, Sam, when she was here. She made a comment, you know, along the lines of like, oh, I thought you were just so nice all the time and everything. And I was just like, oh, oh, oh you have yeah. no idea. Oh, man. Behind a microphone, you, you see a certain dynamic of a person. I'm, I maybe sometimes get that you're too nice kind of uh, reputation. But the people who really know me 
Like, like Alex, who's on the show with me, knows this guy's really fucking difficult to deal with. And my <laughs> wife knows that as well. Like, I go from zero to fucking like 100. And Just so nice. Real quick. For the dumb, dumb shit. You left the light on again. Yep. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. You freaked the really fuck bad. out. Yeah, it's bad. I didn't realize you were a, temp, uh, a tantrum thrower. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Bruce Banner. I don't know if anyone listens, gets that reference. That's the whole There you go. Hey, B-Rock. Right? B-Rock's got my back. B-Rock always has your B-Rock's back. my Billy Ocean brother. I used to freak <laughs> out. I mean, I used to get really mad. Just I didn't work in the hospitality industry and stuff, but I don't know. It's kind of switched. Now that I will that freak will freak out it. about myself. Hospitality will fucking destroy your soul. It, it will. really will. And it will make you bitter about other types of people uh, who aren't like you. <laughs> Which, which is, is every everybody. <laughs> yeah, which is most people that I know. Yes. Which yeah. is literally everybody. B Rock's already yeah. calmed down. He's already taken a, a, a higher road in life. And I'm over here just freaking out over the same shit every single day. I will be dying soon because <laughs> I, I, I get stressed way too much about the dumbest things. Stuff that really doesn't make a difference. And I. Ha- I I've, 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 you know, I've gone to therapy sessions about it. Like, I just need to calm down. Like, give me ways to do that. And really the only advice that people give you is at at the grand scheme of things, how important is that? Take a second, take a step back, think about it before you react. That's tough to do though. It is. It's very, because you're not thinking about it when you're in the moment. You just, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. The shit happens and 0.2 seconds later, I see red immediately. And it just goes from there. Yeah, it's bad. And it doesn't, it doesn't calm down. It just escalates right. as it keeps going on. The one thing for me is I'm not a physical uh, altercation type person. I'm more verbal. So yeah, uh, I mean, I don't lash out. I don't punch walls. I don't do anything like that. I don't throw things. Um, at least not with people around. Like individually, myself, I may do that by myself. But it's more of a verbal reaction to it where I get angry. It's mainly how I am as well. I'm not going to lie. I had a temper tantrum today after I realized that I lost another important (laughs) piece of my life. And I did only because I knew that it was soft for my fist to do this. I I banged my fist down on the stovetop. And that's not like punching a wall. No. It's a little different. I remember that. He yeah. actually turned the stove on and then did it. Right. I hit the stove. He's hot element to hand. <laughs> exactly. I hit the, the burner right on there. And then I just, because as long as you hit it and you take your hand right off, you're not going to feel it. You know, It just you, sears it. You feel like superhuman, like you're yeah. walking across a bed of coals. What did I sear on it? No. Had but, I seen that, I would have smacked him in the face. But I, that's what's funny actually about this is because I blow my fucking top all the time and I go off the handle and I scream and do all this crazy shit, but I don't punch walls. But Corn Dog, however, Corn Dog loves to punch walls. Well, you are the Big Show. The, yes. <laughs> Starts the artist formerly known as Big Show. Choke slamming your way through life. Exactly. Uh, always and forever. I have multiple stuffed animals. She's put me AKA through a AKA two. I have, um, I have one who I've was given to me by a dear friend when I lived in South Florida for my short stint living in South Florida, probably four years. I had a good friend, and she gave me a stuffed horse who came to later be known as FJ, Flubber Jason. Uh, that was his name. And Still when makes I would, no sense, but and, you know. And um, then also I have JJ, Jermaine Jerome, who is a very large stuffed bear. Who, uh, who gave you that one? You did. Okay. <laughs> and um, he's actually the festival bear because I got him when I was still living in Connecticut and we 
uh, Steezy and I would meet at festivals from, he would come from Florida, I would come from Connecticut. He brought this stuffed bear. This stuffed bear one year at Bonnaroo stayed and held down the fort while we were out inside the venue getting crunk. We came back just to find out the bear was drunk and tripping yeah. on mushrooms. Makes sense crazy. to put him in charge of security at their base camp. Nobody mm-hmm. fucked with us. Nobody fucked with base camp. I mean, you know, we were safe, but he got choke slammed a few times uh, to be because fair, I have also my own temper tantrums. To be fair, before we continue, we cannot refer to our camp as base camp because that's Not Slider's anymore. camp. Base camp to motherboard. motherboard we're motherboard. Camp. Yeah, we're, we're motherboard. motherboard and our, our good friend is uh, known as Slider. His Shout camp is Slider. called base camp. So, with that being said. Right. No, but the old me did like to punch walls and shit. Um, not anymore. I, I do kind of blame that a little bit on my brothers. Because, you know, like creatures of habit, when you get pissed, uh, you do what feels the best. And I don't know that punching drywall feels the best. No, no but, when you hit that stud, it feels great. <laughs> but, um, I mean, monkey see, monkey do. Like, I was the youngest sister. That was just the thing. I remember from a very young age, my middle brother at the age of like 16 just punched a hole in his fucking door because he got so mad. And so I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Let me just express my anger that way. So that's what I would do. Same brother broke his hand later in life doing (laughs) the same thing. Punching then, a hole through a wall. Yeah, it was just not a good look. (laughs) But I decided to mimic that because I'm a smart girl. And, uh, (laughs) you know, no, but that was the old me. As I've stated before. Puerto Ricans are just emotional people. You know, they feel so strongly. Who's Puerto Rican? (laughs) (laughs) B-Rock, actually. Oh, man. I bought the same style glasses as B-Rock, I just realized. And we have, like, similar haircuts. And I I think I'm trying to be B-Rock. It's actually pretty close. Now that you brought this up. I I feel bad for you. I almost brought the glasses because I just got them. And they're totally fucking hipster <laughs> company glasses. And I was going to have, because I, I let you all judge on my hipsterness. Uh-huh. I almost brought them. I was going to change up my contacts and put them on, but we'll save it. But I'm looking at Beer Out Health. I'm like, I think I, think I have like th- almost the exact same glasses. I just bought these for durability. I didn't think about the hipster factor, but well, the I frames, guess I could look very The hipster. frames, I don't know too much <laughs> about hipsterness, I suppose, for frame companies. Mine are dark, black. They're big. Big. And I didn't really like them. We were picking them out, and my wife, and you know, it's like my wife. My wife likes me to keep my hair short. I keep my hair short. She likes these glasses. I bought the glasses. I realize who wears the pants in the family. Yeah, you gotta, you, <laughs> you gotta to, keep. But you gotta keep the, the one woman happy. You have to do what you have. You gotta do what you gotta That's do right. to survive. That's right. I, I well, it leads to more enjoyment in. The bedroom. The bedroom. In, oh, exactly. In overall life, just life just goes yeah, smoother, easier. Yeah, work on that stress thing. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I said on my show a long time ago, because people would come in and, and I'd give relationship advice. I don't know why. Uh, but I've been married for 12 years, successfully. And I was like, the key to life is just keep your woman happy. Yep, that doesn't right. mean... It's what you've heard. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to do everything. But your life will be so much better if your significant other is happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is something I have not learned yet. And uh, I'm still fighting to this day. Fighting it tooth and nail. And I'm realizing slowly but surely I'm not winning. Women and men are different when it comes to that type of thing, though. Because if, if Corndog was going out, it'd be like, okay, cool. You're going out with your girlfriends. No problem. You know, 
when you get married and you've been there for a long, and it's like, I'm going out here, and it's like, you got to give the full, here's where I'm going, here's who I'm going to be with, because the women are always going to be suspicious about it. And like, go do your thing with your girls. I don't care. Like, I get Xbox time. Like, I sit here and sit in my, sit naked, sit in my boxers in my freaking house. Exactly. Do whatever the fuck I want to do. It's not, it's like you got to check in with the text messages and be like, I'm here with this person. And now with social media, this person Instagrams that they're there. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me that person was going to be there. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not sorry. saying any of this from personal experience. I'm just talking in general when yeah, it comes exactly. to relationships. What you've noticed, what you've picked up on. Correct. Of course. From other people and their mistakes. I'm not an observant yours. person. Yeah. No, no, you never make mistakes. No, <laughs> I don't make mistakes either. I, I'm right there with you. So who is craft booty again? <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Be rock. Give it to me right here. Oh, there you go. There you go. This is why we love BYOCB. I like it. No one's going to get that reference that they don't listen to BYOCB show. 46. By the way, listen to Shout the latest out. BYOCB show. Yeah, 46. 46. You guys will probably get this up before I do. This will be out in the morning. I left that joke and no one Oh, uh, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you Continuing on. Continuing <laughs> on. And it's just every time, every time you astound me with your ability to do this. What, nerd, nerd dad jokes? Yes, I can't do it. I try and I try and I just come up with unentertaining things. Give like it 15 I years. Say. 15 years you'll be there. I did go to improv school with Wayne Brady, so that gets me, <laughs> I got a leg up on. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, you fucking know. right. Now, I, I would like to ask you, I would like to ask you, if you don't mind. How big is Wayne Brady's dick? <laughs> just how big it's is large. Wayne Brady's dick? I mean, did he whip it out or? Huge. That was a weird improv skit, though. <laughs> Hold on. As Paris Hilton would say, Huge. huge. Oh, did you go to it's improv school huge. at Paris Hilton too? No. I did spend she one the I did spend one night in Paris Hilton though. Hey. Oh my god. I mean in Paris. Lots uh, of I mean. uh, lots of night vision. Lots of green. <laughs> yeah, I remember It's the that worst goddamn porno oh, tape I've ever my seen. God. It's such a waste of time. No, but I did want to ask you if this is not a sensitive subject for you. Which is? Uh your brief stint, aka eight year long stint as a character. Yeah. So what about it? <laughs> is it is, is, is it a sore sc- subject? Am or? I on Scare Zone podcast? That's yeah. the great you're the greatest interview. Yeah, so. I was gonna say really what in about depth. It? What's what about the deal it? with that? What's the deal with that? In, no, in I depth mean, interview over I here. mean, I know I know you've done improv. And Correct. I actually didn't know that until today when we uh, were recording the BYOCB show. Wow, I way to know a, your friends. Jeez. I know. I apparently don't know my friends, um, but I had no idea. And I did know that you were like into some other shit, some weird shit. Whoa, like of what? Me <laughs> being around you in various occasions. Like, but I didn't know that you were <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. We can, I mean, we can call it that. You kind of left that one hanging just for, you know, for. <laughs> for I mean, the air booth assume. extraordinaire. Obviously into some weird shit. No, but I I didn't know you were into such like theatrical stuff. Like I didn't know you were into improv before last week. I didn't know that you were a uh, character. That time you met Brooke Hogan. Compliments of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I uh, I there is a creative outlet that you kind of have to have when you have a. I call it real life when I refer to it as 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 real gig job. Yeah, uh, which is a office nine to five type deal that I always need to have this creative outlet in my life. So SAC, which is in Central Florida, S A K, I did four semesters. You actually go through improv school, and then from that, uh, went back to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, I liked improvising, entertainment type thing, which is why I'm. It's, 
Now it took me into podcasting. I still always need that creative outlet. Don't do the entertainment side anymore, but it's fun still doing this type of thing. It's it's that kind of stage entertainment type deal that I've always been like. My youngest has the same curse. Right. Do you, you call think that? The, do, do you think the Comedy Lab sack? Did they really? Uh now doing podcasting, can you see a parallel between that and how it helps with this? I don't think you need to. Uh, I think if you are in the business world, just everyday life, if you take one cement, just the first thing to kind of uh, get you out of your your yourself, like just it, it loosens you up a little bit and understand. Out of kinda, your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. Like in the business world, things you have to do presentations. You have to talk in front of people. You have to do, you have to make a speech at a wedding. Uh, it just prepares you for that type of thing, but it's really all fun and games until you get to level three, and then it's like, then it gets really difficult. Like, okay, now you're going to set up scenes, and you have to understand the rules of improv and all that, and then when you get to four, it's, we're just going to prepare for your graduation show. So if you can make it through actually all four levels, uh, it's tough to do. Not it, You know, it's, it's a small, the class gets smaller and smaller as you go to level four, uh, but I recommend anyone go through one, go through two, and it just, it gets you kind of, you know, if you're nervous, hanging out in front of people, talking to people, right. you kind of get closed off. It's good to kind of break you out of that shell. And you meet interesting people. That's the same thing I did in the entertainment industry. I hang out with people there that I don't really interact with in everyday life. Absolutely. So it's cool. It's yeah. a cool experience. I like to open myself up to different different opinions, different personalities, different uh, sexual orientations and colors and backgrounds and all that. Like, it's just nice to see because... You live this life, and this is what you do from day to day. You don't get to see that all the time, so it's that's I love doing it because of that. Absolutely. And then if I you, didn't know this was interview that me. That's a great answer. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was. Well, I mean, it's interesting. So, so what did you actually do as a character? I guess like where did you you had to pop out of the bushes, or were you an actual? <laughs> it's it's different roles. Character. Uh, yeah, it's different roles based on uh, if you work in a what they call a maze, which is the houses, or if you work in the streets. So I did. Uh, of the eight years, it was kind of split half and half. I did more mazes, houses, uh, where I was hard cast. And then the last couple of years that I did it, I was a backup so I could go whenever I needed to go. And they just kind of place you in roles that are open. And I did a lot of streets when it, the streets are fantastic because it's a total place where you can improvise and make this character your own and interact with so many different people. It's not a repetitive pop out, do right. this motion, come back, pop out, hit your e-prompt, which is an electronic prompt that has a sound or a light effect. Uh, so it's mu it's much more freedom. So I'm, I'm supposed to get interviewed as a, a scare actor on a, another podcast. So I didn't... Um, this is good pre uh, preparation for that. <laughs> Preliminary, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Are, like, it's like I'm sitting on my therapist couch. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you'll down. be not as drunk on that podcast. <laughs> I'm not drunk now. <laughs> I usually... I'm the one who goes on podcasts and gets totally shit-faced. And then at the end, I'm like, dude, what did I say? Do we have to cut stuff out? Like, I kind of, you, know, you never know, you know. I don't know who's listening. No, I mean, I no think... One. One. <laughs> no one. Nobody at all. First of all, nobody at all. No, but I really do think it's fascinating because I, I always, um, you know, like transitioning into that, well, you have your real life, obviously, and then you have the podcast life, and you have the podcast world, and where you can kind of let loose and do all that stuff, and it is important to have a creative outlet because if you don't, you'll fucking lose your shit. And that's what they yeah. always say. I mean, you know, therapists need their own therapist because they have the real life and then they can't fucking differentiate between real life and work life sure. because it all just kind of meshes into one. Mm -hmm. So it's really important. So I think that the scare actor thing was just a good thing to kind of touch on because not a lot of people do that. Yeah. And well, in it, the entertainment industry, it's audio like, entertainment. Yeah. 
I remember you I know. wasn't that drunk. We had the conversation about it. How I encourage you to go out and do yeah, that. We can yeah. have more conversations about that. But it brings like you're you're talking about. You have that outlet, Steezy. You were mentioning with our tempers. If you don't have that creative outlet, how much worse would it be? Right. You know, because it's like at least I have this. Oh yeah. You know, like there's like you know Alex, my co-host, is nonstop and doing shit, stressed out for the last two months. Shout out Alex. This is a. You get 90 minutes to get together with your buddies and just chill the fuck out, talk about what's going on, but other people listen to it and then they're like, all right, it's 60 minute to 90 minute escape from our day where we don't worry about the bad shit that goes on in the world or the shit that we're dealing with or the yep. stress that we have at our job. So it's it's almost like you're fulfilling a need doing this as well. Oh, you're yeah. Enter- you're hopefully entertaining other people. Oh, yeah. Ask Corndog right now. The entire time she knew me as of today... I was a pissed off fucking fuck the world individual until everybody came over until maybe like an hour before everybody came over and then we started recording. Yeah. Because I, w- I was just over it. I was fucking over it. I lost another important identification piece that I need right as I got a new identification. Right as I got my new driver's license, I realized that I've lost now my passport. So the passport is fucking gone. That's just I, I don't know what the fuck if happened. If anybody there. sees a passport out there in Orlando, help that us out. That looks anything like Steezy of a baby face, seventeen year old <laughs> Steezy. If the dreads were like a potato head doll, and they just put that right on top of the picture. That's the one we're looking for. Well, let's tell let's tell that story because that's just an interesting segue. I mean, you, they know about the temper tantrum that was thrown post loss. But they don't know what led up to it, so let's let's get into that a little bit. Like well, how how did this all start with the passport, aka you going into work for stupid amounts of hours? Oh man, that was just crazy. Well, there was a situation yesterday. I was supposed to be working last night, and my dispatch at my office gave me a a brief. It was supposed to be a brief morning schedule, like a schedule that you start at seven. You're done by like, day. yeah, you're done by like noon. You can go home and sleep before you have to go back to work at 10 o'clock at night, which is what I had to do last night. And needless to say, that did not work out that way. Uh, there was a situation where at the beginning of what I was doing on a, a project that I was working on, something was out of code. And because something was out of code, it took another two hours from the fact that we started to remedy the fact. Right. So we didn't even start until 9 o'clock when we were supposed to start at 7 o'clock. So now I've been sitting there since 6.30 because I got early. I got there early to the project and it did not get faster from there because it's a, it's a company that has to... It has to, you know... It has to help with many different people all at once many different projects all at one time so that's why usually for these projects that i work on they try to get this done early in the morning because as the day goes on it's only going to get busier and it's only going to get harder to get people out to you exactly Right, right so a project that was supposed to be done by like noon i stayed there till about four o'clock over in longwood and I didn't get home until about 5.15. And you're supposed to be back? At 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah. So I got home yesterday at 5.15, didn't go to sleep till about maybe 5.45, 6 o'clock, got about two hours, two and a half hours of sleep, woke right back up, had to go right back to work last night, 
and then worked from about, you know, 9.30 maybe till about 8.15 this morning. This is like a Wednesday. This is... We're on the third right now. It's August like happy 3rd. hump day. It's like a twenty-four hour shift. Oh yeah, I mean Basically, really. Yep, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So and they they try to make it a little lighter, and they're like, oh well, you won't have to work tomorrow, and it's just like, well, I just fucking you, killed myself for twenty-four yeah. hours to not right. work tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs> like, oh great, hooray! I'm gonna sleep all day tomorrow and not yeah, do anything exactly. or get any shit and then done. Your schedule will be all fucked up, right. like your mental sleep schedule. Exactly. And besides that, it's not like okay, work is my only life. Like I work this stupid, basically 24 hour shift. It's not like I have to go home and do other shit. Like you have other responsibilities with your life, like taking care of your health, taking mm-hmm. care of yourself, like whatever you have to do around the house, grocery shopping, all that other bullshit exactly. that people yeah. have to do with I can't themselves. Even, I can't even do the basic shit, like cleaning my house. I can't even do that shower. because I have to deal with can't this even shit. shower. Have you never I heard of- I haven't bought soap in months, yeah. guys. <laughs> never heard of work-life balance? <laughs> <laughs> so that whole situation happened and- God damn it. I, I should have known right from the bat because it happened exactly how it happened with the wallet. When I was out on a project mm. and I was looking through my truck last night while I was out on the job site and I was like, I don't know where my passport is because it was the only identification I've had and I have to have it with me while I'm driving. So yeah. I, if I get pulled over, I can at least show a police officer that and rattle off my driver's license number and be like, hey, you can look up the police report. I filed it. My wallet was stolen. All this good shit. I have identification. Where'd you steal this passport? So, <laughs> this does not look like this you. This doesn't look like you at Sir, all. Sir, this looks like Mr. Potato Head, a Hispanic Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> so I'm looking through my truck for the passport, and it's not there. And I'm immediately telling myself, okay, it's it has to be at the house. It has to be at the house, which is exactly how it happened with the yeah. wallet. And I talked to Corn Dog, and she's like, I saw it around the house. So I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about it. It's at the house right now. Not even going to think about it. Not even going to stress it. You, so do you keep this on you when you're working? No, your- no, 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 no. It okay. stays in the work truck okay. all the time. Okay. I don't I don't have it in my pocket because what I do, it's it's, it's, it's a, a volu- block bag <laughs> type well, of situation. Well, actually, the, the all the other stuff is in the Ziploc bag. The passport was not in the Ziploc bag, which looking back, you know, 2020 hindsight, that's where I failed, obviously, for this point. But. Use the Amazon uh, search bar <laughs> so Steezy can buy a wallet. God damn it, yeah. How about that? We've been working on that for a long time. You know what? <laughs> Car- <laughs> Let him get a man purse, something to keep his belongings. This is happening too often. Anything. Put a damn, do- can I teach you how to put a donate link? On, do you guys have a donate Please. link? No, no, we don't, but no, we, we need, need one. Fucking Amazon donate search your bar. old wallet. I will, yeah, exactly. I've got, I've got an old Kenneth Cole. I got it at Marshalls a long time ago. I, I don't think I'm using it. You need a wallet. I, let me. We'll let take me, it for the love of God. We'll take a it. picture of his wallet I right now. It is a Ziploc bag. He's literally it's carrying a Ziploc bag. belongings. Corndog was telling me she's gonna get me a chain wallet so I don't lose it. Yeah. And it's gonna like Jinko buzz style. every every time it like separates from his person. It's gonna like a shot collar effect. I need one of those. Uh, we, we need twenty-inch blades on the Impala. All right, this is Hold why I can't do it tonight. I don't know. Yeah, I want to hit the highway. Twenty-inch blades gonna back to the. Gonna run in front of 
That got you really went, Creed-like you again. Guys, no, you guys went straight into fucking uh, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Vedder sitting in on whatever that song was. So that all happened, and then I get home. I get maybe two to three hours of sleep because I had a doctor's appointment today that I had to work. Or I had to wake up for around 12.30, 12.45. I get up. I'm thinking everything's cool. I'm just like, okay, cool. The passport's in the house. I can find it easily. We can go to the appointment, get that shit done with, blah, blah, blah. Five minutes later, I'm fucking raging, throwing shit everywhere, banging my fist on the stovetop, yelling at the top of my lungs outside of my house. Curse words crazy. Oh, man, it was a... Because you can't find his passport. You realize, too, the worst part about that is when you're outside... And all of your neighbors can hear you and see you, and you're yelling fuck at yeah. the top of your lungs yeah. so many times in a row. You realize how stupid you're being, the but na- you can't yeah. stop. The neighbor on the swan looks They're up at you. looking right like, at you. What the hell's going on? <laughs> the hell's going on? I'm just trying to sit on my giant I'm just, swan. I'm just trying to enjoy yard. a float. Yeah, <laughs> a float on. ride on my front yard. So uh, all, before, all before we started recording today, because of that whole situation, I was fucking livid livid man like i was not happy corn dog was not happy with me either because i was not happy mm-hmm. i mean the thing is you gotta like it's a sensitive situation because being with him as long as i've been with him and understanding how he gets and like what makes him calm down and what makes him like get rev the fuck up oh man this is therapy 101 <laughs> right now no i mean for i mean i guess for both of us right because i was sit, we're sitting at the so we we get the doctor's appointment done, right? Everything's completely fine. Brought two forms of ID. Everything was great at the doctor's appointment. By the way, everybody, I have AIDS, so there's that. Yeah, uh, patient zero. We are talking to patient zero now. Winning. But so <laughs> after that, I was like, well, we might as well go to the DMV, right? I mean, you haven't, you've been driving without a license. Might as well just go and get yourself a license, allegedly, right? So we go to the DMV in Orange County, uh, obviously, DMV. Not the funnest place in the no, world. That's where you want to be on a Wednesday afternoon. When you're yeah. already fucking pissed at everything. And you've only <laughs> had maybe five hours of sleep over a 24 hour period. Only day off. Yeah. So, only day off. Yeah. Yeah. That's too. Yeah, that's, that's Come on, Steve. Eat your day off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we get there and we talk to the guy and he's like, Yeah, sorry, buddy. That's not going to happen today. You're not going to get your ID today. So we're like, All right. Fuck you. His, his, ex- <laughs> his exact quote at two o'clock when we got in there was, Well, Sorry to let you know this, but there have been people waiting in here since nine o'clock this morning. So that's not going to happen. We're like, great. It wasn't, it's probably not going to happen. It was just straight, it's not going to happen. Not happening. Wow, that's just crazy. Like, they short staffed. Uh, I mean, it's just the DMV. I think that's just, just the DMV. nature of the DMV. Like, forever only having one person on shift doing everything, which I feel bad for it's that like the person. post office. Right. But so we go to off, the Castleberry know. DMV, the which, churches. thank God, like, the churches. Come on, guys. The churches. Come on. But <laughs> the Castleberry DMV saved our lives because we're in there for probably 10 minutes. And I was like, well, clearly you're hangry. You haven't eaten. Yeah. You're hungry. Oh, my wife gets hangry. Uh, this was a this was a big thing. This was a big thing here. Yeah. I mean, I, I and that's terrible. Hangry. And I get that. Like being up for so many hours, only getting X amount of sleep and not eating shit. You get fucking pissed. Right. Like I get the same way, so I was like, "Well, let's order some food." Like, there's a bunch of local food spots. That was that was also the thing too. I was going to eat before we went to the doctor's appointment, 
And then I realized that I didn't have my passport. So no food happened before then. So it just... Usually pay with your passport to purchase food. <laughs> yes, exactly. Look at me. I'm, I'm going to go to me. another country soon. <laughs> Look at this Hispanic Mr. Potato Head. Isn't this enough? Isn't this enough? Is there a chip in the passport? Like, how does that work? <laughs> oh, man. The search for the passport kept just, us you, from You stick my large able. ass forehead in and then it reads my forehead. It's got a barcode on You've it. You've never tried that, You Fisher? can only get it at Papa John's. That's <laughs> <laughs> Paid Manning Giant forehead joke, folks. Oh my god! Wait for it. Up. All right, now you understand. <laughs> sometimes but, it takes a couple minutes. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. But no, all all is well. All is well that ends well. So whatever. I leave him at the DMV because I'm like I can't deal with this anger, and clearly he needs food. <laughs> so I'm gonna go get us food. There you go. Come back. Just so happened that coincidentally, on my way to the Greek restaurant, I passed the entrance to the Greek restaurant six plus times because it was in a fucking the back of a motel okay i was I wondering didn't realize i was wondering what happened here because she told me like okay the restaurant is like a three four three minute, minute drive. drive away from here it's supposed to 47 be 47 minutes later yeah, exactly pretty much but actually pretty much spot on worked out though because by the time i found it and by the time i got back his shit was already done got in the car he was eating we went did what we had to do came home watched harry potter Everything Got your gyros was and everything yeah. was all right. Yeah. I, everything was yes. perfect. I know Smashing when I'm, cheesecake. Yeah. When I haven't it slept, I lost my passport and I'm waiting in the DMV. The top thing on my list that I want is tzatziki sauce. Tzatziki. It actually was not Greek too bad. Yogurt. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it was pretty good. good I'm not going to lie. And they had these lovely little Mediterranean style fries. Yeah. Ooh, Were they good? I wanted to try one, but I was like, if I reach my hand in there, you know how some people get sensitive when they're hangry? Oh, I'm I was like, person. if I reach my hand, hand in there, he's going to smack that shit away and I'm going to get offended I when I know he's upset. So let I me would just not. not have been happy if you had did that. So I appreciate you for knowing me well enough to not do that. See, it's a thing. You learn these things as you go along. I'm like, you're pissed off. I'm not dealing with you right now. I'm going to go get you food and not touch it. There was a giant difference of me showing up at your trap house on Friday versus today. I got on Friday, and I, of course, on Friday I was loaded with beer, you know, well, and, like, and you were yeah. lights yeah. on Miller yeah. Lights. You were, you were just Miller loaded. Yeah, down. loaded yeah. and loaded with beer. And you, but you were like, yeah, what's going on? You, you crack some beers today. It's like, hey. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, shit. Something so went up? down. It literally opened, he... I literally opened the door and it's just like, yeah. oh, hi. Oh, <laughs> so are we going to record? You came in and he wasn't laying on the couch, laying on the couch watching Harry Potter. No. Oh. That was he not, opened that the was door you. and came out. That was me. You were in the kitchen. I was in the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah, oh, B- feeding B-Rock cheesecake. Yeah, B-Rock, B-Rock got here first, and you were laying on the couch watching Harry Potter when That's I let him in. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I did get offered cheesecake as soon as I walked in the trap house door. We need to get rid of it. It's, we it have dessert on dessert to, here, man. It needs to make moves out of the trap house. Anybody want cheesecake? Come to the trap house cheesecake party tonight. <laughs> but yeah, I feel, I feel much better now because I've said it before so many times. I mean, this is basically my therapy it does help out a lot whenever I do this. I wish I could do it every day. I just don't have the storage space on the server, yeah. so there, that is a problem. Well, if people would uh, go to the Amazon search bar on CZstraphouse.com. You could actually get some fucking money in yeah. here. Yeah, you know, but that's not a thing, apparently. People we need don't. some tchotchkes, too. 
I don't know. We should little bobbleheads. Yeah, we sh- we should probably get bobbleheads. Oh, a B rock bobblehead a would be B-Rock so good. A B rock bobblehead no. would be the best thing. Bobblehead. Awesome. Giant most, head. You're the most popular member of the fucking the that show. That is not even true. It is. You just take a you take a Big Show standard uh, model and then you get a corn dog bobblehead and just <laughs> plop it on the Big Stop Show. Stop it. That's what's <laughs> the onesie. We need to get in some plastic yes. molding. Business. I know, I know. We got, we got to do something here. We, oh man, we need money. Trap house crown molding. Just going downhill. Just throw a meetup <laughs> and, and sell raffle tickets for prizes that you get for free. That's how you get money. Okay, fair not enough. that I would know anything about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the no, only no. way you can I'm afford to pay saying. the musical acts and the T-shirts that you lose money on. <laughs> all that, Chris Ash, <laughs> all that shit. But that are nice as fuck, and that other really, really, really big podcast comment on. Your t-shirts. Yeah. Well, you know, that, um, they make money on their t-shirts. We lose money because uh, I'm fucking awful and I feel <laughs> bad and I give stuff away for free and I'm like, no, it's going to buy my t I paid this for the t-shirt. No one's going to buy it if I charge this price. So ah, who cares about profit margin? <laughs> <sighs> Nobody cares about that. That's not what business is all about. Yeah. Business See, is about giving and this, giving. This gives me hope though, because as someone who is a little bit older than myself, I can realize that, you know, when I get older, I'm still going to fuck up hardcore yep. and, yeah. and make yeah. mistakes. Yep. Now everyone wants more t-shirts. No. <laughs> I'm maxed out right now. <laughs> Pre-orders are the way to go. Yeah. Please. You want Pre-order. <laughs> Pre-order. Then we can know. Yeah. Go we can and, buy 12 shirts. Yeah. Donate. Yeah. Let's go like, over I can't... I can't other podcasts who have 30,000 downloads a show can afford to order 500 t-shirts at a time. Us little, you know, much lower scale podcast can't order 500 t-shirts at a time. We have to do 25 to 50, which means that you're paying $15 a t-shirt. Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, we're not paying $2 a shirt and Uh are making $18 on it. Not to mention, usually these little outfits that we do might involve us being in a tiny room with one fan pointed at, you know, basically one person. It doesn't really... it's it's not a good situation. It it is what it is. I'm sitting on a beanbag, folks. Donate to <laughs> the fat boy. Yeah, <laughs> the fat boy that corn dog is not allowed to use. This is a a Fisher specific fat boy over here. That's right. Yes. It's just sitting on myself. So I did want to talk about our Guns and Roses experience last week with you. Okay, we were not at Guns and Roses, but no. we did get to enjoy your company before Guns and Roses. And I want to start off with your phone call to me. Where I didn't get my, which we know is the Iron Sheik. And yeah, not I, some I, Russian. I, I didn't get the wrestling. I didn't <laughs> yeah. get the wrestling. Do you reference. have? Do you, do you have the clip? I can pull it up. All right, I can pull it up Ooh. very quick. Now, I, uh, when I when I imbibe in uh, one too many beverages at one o'clock in the afternoon, Miller Friday, Lights, yeah. <laughs> and that's you know it's not. I think that's all that I had. I don't think I. I don't think I hit into the IPAs. I may. I may have. I may have no. You know what I did? I had a a passion fruit pinner by Ooh, Oscar Blues. Okay. Delicious. Session. Oh, it's so good. It's good. It's good. Um, I get into these wrestling characters and I call people, or I I get really drunk and I start Ric Flair chopping people. Oh no! And I just like I walk up to him and just oh, no. chop them and go woo. Like no, it's usually. Woo! 
Yeah. So you so you actually do the job? I, yeah, I do, and it's usually guys like three times my size. <laughs> but you get those big boy pants on, you're like, fuck it, man, I don't care. I'm sad you didn't do that at the concert. Yeah. No. Oh, I would have I chopped a four-year-old. I was that's that's who sat next to me. So uh, I, I do the wrestling impressions. Now, Steezy being someone who I is well-versed in wrestling is my assumption. Well, well, let's... let's just Let's throw this he's out there. watched like 15 years worth in the last yeah. half a year. Yeah. I, I grew up not allowed to watch wrestling. So now as a an older person... I wasn't allowed to watch Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> you were lucky for that. True Horrible story. Show. Yeah, True story. Really? Yeah. That, it was the voice. That's what it was. I don't know. <laughs> but I, as an older person now, and I have a WWE Network password... I'm able to go back and relive the childhood that I was never allowed to have. Yeah. I've always loved wrestling, but from afar because I was never allowed to watch it. And so now I'm actually able to embellish in everything and actually enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And my parents hate me for it, but I fucking love it so much. Like I can't, I can't get away from it. My God, it's so Uh, good. I'm right with you. By the way, best thing about being quasi podcast celebrity, maybe get the hookups on the little WWE network passwords. Mm -hmm. Maybe you earn platinum sponsorships when the, that happens. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, Allegedly. Let's okay. just go. Maybe. Okay, I see you. I see you. But you got free passwords too. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I, I make no bones. Well, about Alex that. supposed <laughs> to give you that password to that uh, little uh, oh, website. Oh, Burning Angel. There you go. Oh, oh yeah. Oh snap. Oh yeah, buddy. Change the game one see, time. This is the thing that's cool about Corn Dog is because as soon as I tell her that I have a free Burning Angel password, she'd be like, "Motherfucker, you better give me that shit too." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think before we started like seriously dating, I think she watched more porn than I did. I think so, and um, I, we should reference babysitter porn earlier. <sighs> ah, oh yeah, she's all about it. I don't think she watches it as much as she used to. Well, that's a category now. Not as, sure. Yeah, not as much as I used to. But the thing is, I do know about that category. Um, <laughs> and when Steezy first met me, I did have multiple viruses on my computer. All from porn. Uh, it's yeah. smoking when you turn it on. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing. But yes, let's thing. Uh, let's go ahead and play this lovely... Oh, well, this, this has got some... Very insensitive language. That's the only thing that I will tell you about. Well, this is the Iron Sheik. This okay. isn't us speaking. Well, this, this is, is this is the Iron Sheik when he was on uh, what he refers to as Medicine A to the Z, okay? <laughs> but I also would like to let people know that on the last Steezy's Trap House podcast episode, he tells people that I called him, told him I'm going to bend him over and, and fuck his ass. This is not exactly, <laughs> in a Russian accent, which is not exactly how it went down. Yeah, that, that's true. Okay. That's true. All right. To be fair, I was also very drunk afterwards when we, we met you that day. I only come on the show to, to bring my reputation bring to back light up. the exactly. things. Uh, too many show notes. All <laughs> <laughs> country way, make him humble. Suplex him, put him in a camel clutch, break his back, and then fuck his ass, make him humble, to he respect our See, I just wanted you to respect the Fisher, <laughs> which is why old country way, break your back, Put you in the camel clutch, fuck your ass, so you be humble, and you respect the Iron Sheik, and you respect <laughs> your podcasting father. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like rape, basically, still. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, it's great. Like, Iron, uh, Iron Sheik has been a viral hit. Uh, this is going back, like, five years. And if you right, just do- Twitter, when he goes crazy uh, on Twitter it's or the something. Greatest. Yeah. It's like, fuck the Justin Bieber- 
Uh, he yes. had a big thing with Chris Brown. Uh, he started a, a Twitter war with with Chris Brown. Oh, bold! But he was going on Howard. It was doing Howard Stern appearances probably four or five years ago, and he was he's like Iron Sheik. You always like. You, um, I think Muslim is the is it the right term the the religion of that that uh, gay sex is against the religion correct I don't know what it's is it is Muslim, Muslim yeah. the, Islam yeah. Islam okay yeah so he's like aren't you breaking your religion by saying you're going to fuck another man's ass he's like no I wouldn't actually do it it's just old country way <laughs> for the respect but he's like yeah but you're saying that you're going to fuck a man in his ass isn't that quote unquote gay and, it's, the, the guy was absolutely crazy. If you Google on YouTube, that's what I'm doing. Iron Sheik YouTube, uh, a shoot interview, which is what they call like they interview the wrestlers. That that's just a small clip of the whole thing where he goes off on the incident in Pontiac, Michigan, at WrestleMania, where Hacksaw Jim Duggan comes and hits him with a two by four because he was about to break Brian Blair's ass, fuck his ass, and make him humble. So, Brian Blair of the Killer Bees. So was that a shoot when when Jim Duggan hit him? No, it was not. Okay. But in in Iron Sheik's five years ago haze of drugs that he was on, everything to him is a shoot. And I, I, Iron Sheik, one of the greatest personalities, greatest wrestlers in the history of wrestling. There would be no Hulk Hogan if it wasn't for the Iron Sheik. And he tells a story all the fucking time where he was offered money when in WWF at the time, Hulk Hogan was going to beat him and Iron Sheik was the champion. They wanted to start pushing Hulk Hogan as the new champion. Vern Gagne, who ran AWA, and all these other promoters from the other wrestling organizations knew that the McMahons were putting all these other wrestling federations out uh, of business, wanted the Iron Sheik to break Hulk Hogan's leg legit in the match and offered him, I think it was $10,000 to do it, but he wouldn't do it. So that's, I mean, you hear that story all the time. Oh, shit. Which became, though, because he put Hulk Hogan over and Hulk Hogan would not be what it was if it wasn't for the heel, the Iron Sheik, gotcha. USA versus Iran at the time, which gotcha. was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Back in the Reagan era. By the way, for, for those who aren't up on the wrestling lingo, when we refer to a shoot, it basically means as, you know, most people think of wrestling and they think of it as a, a fake choreographed, pre-scripted thing. What? When it's a shoot... <laughs> shoot it, means you're really... When it's a shoot, it, it means it's real shit, basically. Yeah. They'll yeah. call certain wrestlers shooters because they're legit at like a Brock Lesnar yeah. could be a shooter because he could really whip your ass if he wanted did, to. Did you see that Brock Lesnar promo from the fucking Battleground pay-per-view? Uh the, the one where Randy just, Orton He has to Randy Orton watches it with uh with Chris Jericho. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's just that he Brock Lesnar doesn't cut a promo or anything. It's just the promo they made for him. When they played that fucking thing. That sent chills up my spine just because, like, you kind of realize at that moment, you're just like, they're not really fucking around. No. Like, Brock Lesnar is a goddamn beast. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's pumped up on steroids. Yeah. I knew you were going to everybody else. I knew it. <laughs> it's crazy. If you go if you go to a live event, and in Central Florida, they do a lot of these because NXT is based out of Orlando, uh-huh. at, at a full sale here, but they do stuff at armories and little small venues. You go and see these guys, and while they look big on TV... Holy shit in person. These guys are fucking huge. Yep. Like absolute monsters. It, it's it's intimidating as fuck to see uh, just how absolutely giant. And like the guys that you look on TV and I'm like, oh, those guys are pretty small. No, they're fucking huge. Like they're still bigger than than all of us. There's actually a, a like particular. There's a there's a particular wrestler that uh, just made his jump over to, to Raw a little while ago. 
from NXT that lives maybe two to three minutes away from the trap house, right up the street. He went to Raw. Yep. Oh. Yep. He might. Uh, he might ask you how you are doing potentially. Oh, are we're you not going to me? mention his no, name. Not shitting is you at all. Is he tall or is he short? No, he's a shorty. He's shorty. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So he, I could potentially run into him. I oh, yeah. If he goes yeah. To She's Liberty. met him multiple times. He potentially goes to Anthony's Pizza in Thornton Park with his girlfriend, who's potentially a. And he's always NXT like this. Lady. Big eyes. Who, yeah, his, his girlfriend potentially, you know, is fabulous. So. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Okay, now. Oh, wow. We've potentially yes. seen oh, yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Tag team with potentially somebody named. Oh. Your daughter's favorite girl wrestler. So they're going back and forth because the tall guy. Oh, no, no one's going to understand these references. Well, no, we'll have not. to have this. They're, they're not. not. They're not. Okay. We'll have right. this discussion. I, I, I got you. But it's, it's, you. it's just weird just because they're all around this area. Yeah, and it's weird. Our friend Chico, he, he frequents podcasts as well. Yeah. He, He's told me multiple stories of just like, yeah, no, I know all those fucking guys. You know, I've went downtown with all of them. You know, I've I've been downtown with uh, with Braun Strowman and all this, all these other guys. And, and you're just like, Jesus, man, what the fuck? Yep. And he's just like, yeah, no, they're fucking regular people. Just want to go downtown and have a good time and get drunk just like everybody else, you yep. know? Yep. So it, it's, it's rather interesting. But yeah, he lives literally right up the street from us. Fascinating. A lot of people live in Orlando, which makes me wonder when you started at a young age, do you need to get a lot of physicals? You go to the doctor a lot or not nah? for what? I don't know. Just Are you for asking being... me that question. No, no, no. When you start this <laughs> profession at a young age, like, you know how up until a certain point, like when was the last time you got your physical? Well, I... been a long time. Been a long time. Do you feel? I should go. Do you feel that you just don't need to because you feel like you're generally you're at a healthy place in your life? No. Or do you feel like... Have you like, looked at me recently? <laughs> well, I'm just wondering because a lot of these these wrestlers, these performers, you know, like they're maximum capacity functioning at maximum capacity. And so I'm wondering if like, you know, like do they got to go... They gotta, they, now at this point in their lives, they got to go get a physical and shit like that. What if they find some shit out later on that they didn't know before when they start the wrestling career? That's just kind of crazy. I don't know. They're under constant scrutiny, though. They're constantly getting drug tested. They're, sure. They're constantly getting looked at. Getting looked at by officials and doctors and everything. So it's it's not like the old days. I mean, it, things have changed a lot from from what I hear. It, I and it's very much a uh, a nerd culture now versus uh, how it was back, like in the Iron Sheik days of drugs and. But those guys yeah. worked sometimes worked two shows in a day. Yep. You know, and there was like no days off. So yeah, exactly. I mean, to get by, you're on pain pills, you're you're doing coke, you're drinking nonstop, it's women, it's boot, it's it's a completely different situation. Yep. Now they're hanging in the back playing PlayStation and stuff. Right. It's just a so, different era. So oh, yeah. back in the day you were an athlete, but not necessarily healthier than the average Joe because you were still compensating for, you know, using different yeah. things. But you look at some of the guys the way that the the industry is now and how these are more athletes versus back I mean everyone kind of looks sloppy. I mean you've got your certain guys who are chiseled who are all on steroids. Right. They're like dumpier basically. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's different. Hacksaw Jim Duggins was just a big fat guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean you look at like your King Kong Bundies and all these guys are like, eh, they're just like they're just big. Like yeah. big dudes that like you see it, you know, like uh you know, redneck bars. Oh, this guy looks like he could be a wrestler, like you yep. know, whatever. Right. Now they're all just totally jacked. Yeah, like who was different. it? The uh, boss man? Boss man, motherfucker, yeah. he was uh, he was just a big old boy, man. Just yep. a big old boy. Yep. Mm. It's 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 uh 
It's great. Well, we could we could do a whole fucking wrestling podcast. I know we could. That's interesting. That guy lives around here, though. It is. Yeah, He's no, one of it my is. Favorites. I've still never met him. That motherfucker can light up a microphone. Yep. My God. And I, I heard him on the Stone Cold podcast when he was talking about it, and he was just saying, you know, just all I do is write. That's that's literally all I do. All I do is write. Yep. Never, I don't... never stare someone in the face when you're eating a banana. I know. Yes. That was that made me laugh so fucking hard Did he when say I that? saw it. Yeah, that's actually a good rule, asleep. though. That is a good rule. It is. It makes never, people feel uncomfortable. Never stare. Yeah. I don't. I would never do it. No. You would look down. No. I don't look at anybody when I'm eating a banana. So do you not stare somebody in the face when they're eating a hot dog either? Or a loaf of bread or a popsicle? Oh, I think the bun uh, masquerades it a little bit. What about a popsicle? Or a lollipop? Popsicle, probably not. No. Popsicle, hmm. I would probably, I would break eye contact, hands down. I don't eat, I don't, I can't tell you the last time I had a popsicle. <laughs> I have a question for a gentleman, and I, this is kind of a weird transition, kind of a weird segue, but I do have a question uh, regarding eye contact and, like, big tits. Okay, so, <laughs> so say, for example, and the only reason I ask is because uh, working as a server, I've gotten this before, and it, like, I don't know how to react and I don't know how they're feeling and I don't know if I should be mad or if I should be accepting and understanding. But so say you're at a restaurant or you're at a bar or you're out in public and a chick comes up to you with huge boobs and she's talking to you and the boobs are right out in front of you. Do you stare or do you have a technique for not staring or do you look and look away? Is this Hooters and or Wing House? Not because <laughs> they're they're all rules are off. I mean, it's, it's yeah, different. exactly. It's a different. I'm, okay, so I'm just saying, not Hooters or Wing House, just and a not random, a strip club. Just a random girl coming up. Random to you. girl coming up to you. She probably might not realize that her shit's out, or maybe she does, and doesn't really fucking matter what the scenario if, is. But the right. shit's out. If you're a decent you know. human being, you struggle as hard as you can to stare her straight in the eyes the entire time. That's all you can do. That's it. You just fucking maintain eye contact and continue on with conversation. And as soon as she breaks eye contact with you and looks at somebody else, then you sneak a peek at her boobs. Then That's you it. Get your phone out. And Insta- <laughs> now, what about you? Snapchat real fast. Snapchat me that pussy. What about you? You have to be real careful. You know what I mean? You, you know, don't d- directly look her in the eyes. Maybe look right past her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at that speaker right now. But you're, use your peripheral vision, maybe. Now, yeah. has, there ever been, has there ever been that awkward moment where you were just like, oh, shit, tits. She saw me see oh, her. I've been busted a thousand Hands times. Down. I'm sure. yes. How do you recover from that shit? Well, usually, I never it, look up again. It's not usually <laughs> face to face. Yeah, no it's chicks been, talk to me. Come on. Like side, like side. You're like, you look over and you're like, holy shit. Like I, it happened at Red Cypress a couple weeks ago. We were there. I was like, what? Like just walking into the, yeah. like, holy shit. Those things are on display. But contrary, and you can answer this question, corn yeah. dog. They're not doing it to be noticed. Like that's always the stigma, right? right? And like a guy's uh, uh, excuse to be like, "Well, she wouldn't be putting him out there if she wanted him to be looked at." Like, right. I think that's total bullshit. I do think that's total bullshit because, I mean, I was working as a server, and one of the summer looks is the tank top, right? Because it's hot as shit. You're working at a restaurant that it's hot all the fucking time because there's people and you got the ovens and you know, whatever, if you don't have AC cranking at fucking 70 degrees throughout the restaurant, you're going to get hot running around. Yeah. 
So I'm wearing a tank top and I go to a table and I'm wearing a sports bra. You know, I wasn't wearing like a push up or anything like that, but I was wearing a sports bra and the tank top is a tank top, obviously. And so I go to a table and I notice that this dude at the whole time while ordering his mozzarella sticks is staring at my tits. And he's trying to, he, before he tries to order the mozzarella sticks, he goes, he said, I, 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 mozzarella tits. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, exactly right. He goes, I was, I was about, like mm, fumbles cheesy. over his words, <laughs> noticeably fumbles over his words while staring at my tits. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, so mozzarella sticks. Yep, that sounds great. Like, you know, so for me, it was just kind of a, I don't know if you just got caught off guard or like, I don't know, did you see nipple? Like what freaked you out about that whole situation well, first that you couldn't off, keep it together? I don't know what his problem was because your tits are so-so. Okay, They're subpar. Let's, let's get that out there. All right. Subpar. All right tits. <laughs> They're all right tits. They're not like grandiose tits or anything. Grandiose, you know, like out there. But they were out there because the sports brought Come on, thing. let's be real. I mean, it is Some Florida. I mean, women wear tank tops. I mean, it is oh, Florida. Same. You're right. You're right. So it was just, it kind of like caught me off guard for a second. I was like, how do I react to this? You know, should I be upset at the fact that he's not even making an effort to look me in the face? Or should I just chuck it up to the fact that he never looks at tits? Could be. (laughs) And just all of a sudden, they were in his face. Million dollar question is, what kind of tip did he leave you? Six dollars on like a ten dollar thing. That's yeah, good. Ordered it, was good. Stick, so. <laughs> it was good. It was good. That's all that matters then in that case. I mean, it yeah. was a good tip. It was a good tip. But his friend who was... Not staring at my tits. Not staring at my tits was the one who left the tip. So that's the thing. Oh. I don't know. Oh. All right. That changes things. That it was interesting. A little bit there. It was interesting. Very interesting. I just wanted to get your standpoint what would what would happen if your significant other and you went to a restaurant and you had a male server and instead of ordering a diet coke she ordered a diet cock Uh, (laughs) i may know that from real experience oh my god (laughs) jesus yes i would like a diet cock i'm like wait what did you say hashtag bulge 2016 there you go well that's the thing i mean was he letting it all out there? Did he have a tank top on down there? Or what? He was wearing a Speedo. It was hot. Was he wearing a banana hammock when he came up to the table? Yes. I mean, I don't it know. It was actually Borat, was our waiter. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, you can tell Bulge. I mean, I won't just say that girls are the only ones who get that whole thing because there is Bulge. There is Bulge. Hashtag Bulge. Not with me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got nothing down there. And you there. can always right tell you. the Bulge either by basketball shorts or by sweatpants. Sweatpants. And the reason this got pointed out to me is because when I was in college, I had a gay best friend who we would walk from class to class together and he'd be like, big dick, big dick, little dick, little dick, little dick, big dick. He's a grower, not a shower. Big dick. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know that shit? How do you know that shit? But he was always on point. I mean, not that I would know. Because we I looked at them all after they walked by. Like, let me see Not it. that I would. Well, I mean, I took his word for it, to be honest. I, yeah, you can't. You know, we didn't examine it, but. You can't necessarily know if someone's a grower, not a shower, just from looking at their dick outline right. from sweatpants. But he was very confident in his assumption. Very confident in his assumption. Did he drive a fast car? He didn't drive a fast car, Tracy Chapman. I don't think he drove at all, because I chauffeured him and I drove a van. Speaking of Tracy Chapman, we didn't talk <laughs> about our. Did you like how I did that? Our weekend, nice. yeah. Nice. No, our, our Friday, yes. 
I must say, I was so proud of you for being as drunk as you. We got, we rambled off on Iron Sheik. That's what it was. And then we got into wrestling. That, that's what happened. And then dick and boob talk. So, so Fisher hits me up. He tells me he's going to fuck my ass. And he tells me he's coming over to my house. And I was just like, okay, all make right. Make you humble. I'm a little scared now. <laughs> he's going to make me humble. And he brought over some lovely, lovely brews, which we all appreciate here at the Trap House. We shared one earlier today. It was very nice. Coral. <laughs> Coral. Coral. That was really good. I thought that was the first time I had a red cypress beer, I think. It was good. Oh, man. Red cypress is a shit. It's an English style IPA. They're good, man. English. And so after that, your original plan was to get gringos, right? When you came over. Yeah, Justin, uh, who I went to the show with, was all about, we're going to hit up gringos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, okay, that's fine. So I'm like, why don't we just, I could leave my car at the trap house and we'll Uber to Guns N' Roses. Which is infinitely a smart decision on your part. Yeah. Because when you got to my house, my God, were you wasted. Well, I couldn't even, but I couldn't, I don't want to deal with the parking situation down there anyway. Oh, that's all it was. Of course. Yeah. Just, just parking. No, not, not drunk and driving my car. No. Allegedly. No. It's uh, but no, uh, I was very proud of you for getting an Uber after that. Mm -hmm. And we had all of Tatiana's friends from Connecticut here with us, which I'm not going to lie. You know, there was three of them there. They're all young, attractive, 20-something ladies. Brooke and, Hogan. Yeah, there, Brooke Hogan was there. Brooke Hogan was... Taught, yeah, Corn Dog over here, she describes her every time as like... what? What's your what's your description for a Corn Dog? Every time she comes over, her, her body type? Every time you, you see Brooke Hogan? Oh, God. There are no words. Um, what do I describe her as? You always used to say porn star. Oh, always. Yes. Hands down, she has a porn star body. She's very thick, but at the same time, slim waist, but huge ass, like size 10 jeans, but skinny ass waist. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's and pretty, huge tits. Pretty serious. Porn and star status and big blue eyes and bleach blonde hair. Yeah, and she, like, she's got a pretty nice face. Like, on she's top just. Of it. Yeah. Well,. If I could post a picture, if she would let me, I would post it on the show website, on the show page, because, I mean, you know, she's she's an 11. It's something to behold. It, it's definitely something to behold. And so we went to Johnny's to go grab a couple beers and some food. We convinced uh, Fisher and Justin not to go get food at Gringos yet. No, Johnny sounded good. Yes, and $3 craft beer is always yeah, sounds good. I mean, if oh, I can man. go get a Dale's versus uh, a Dasani sparkling water, exactly. I'm going to go for the Dale's. Exactly. So we had an Uber drive over where Fisher struggled with taking selfies with myself in yeah. the back car. I can't, we we just can't do it, man. <laughs> that in, was, a fa- in a fast car? That was like a 10, 15-minute ordeal of yeah. us trying to take one selfie. and My it, arm is always in it. <laughs> and when it's not... I, I look fat in the picture. <laughs> I don't was, like it. He's more, more. He was more fucking like worried about how he looked yeah. than how corn dog is when she takes selfies. It was yeah. amazing. It's bad. It's, 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 it's a bad thing. I, I have it's many a curse. issues. I have many issues. So there was something interesting I noticed that when we got to Johnny's and we all sat down. First of all, you guys all laughed at us for choosing the table that we chose. We tried yeah. to choose a table underneath cover. Because we were trying to get a table that had enough seating for everybody. It was raining, wasn't it? Yeah, it was raining. It was. It was, it was like drizzling raining. <laughs> not raining hard. And we get there, and there was about eight on our party. 
So we were like, okay, this this big tabletop here will will hold all of us because there's eight seats. And we even said we were just like, you know what? It's raining. This side of the table is getting a little more rain than the other side. We'll all be gentlemen and sit on this side so the women will not have to. They get there after us and they fucking laugh at us. They're just like, <laughs> oh, you guys are fucking idiots. No, we're going to go sit over here at this table with only four to five seats at it instead. Fuck that shit. But we did pull in chairs. The cover thing was funny because you guys chose a seat that was, or a section that had like a half cover and then the other side was an awning. The awning side had more rain cover than the half cover side. And you guys were all standing on the awning side where you weren't getting hit. But standing there, we no. were all getting directly hit. No, bullshit. We were getting hit. I was getting hit the entire time. Well, so were we. So you guys sh- chose a spot with shitty cover. But that's okay. okay. That's okay. That's so besides the point. <laughs> we all sit down at the table. And Fisher is sitting in between one of the... Were you sitting next to Justin and then one of her friends? Yes. No, it's in between you and Justin. No, Before. at the start. Oh, I don't know. I don't recall any of that. Okay, so oh, at the man. start, I think you were sitting in between Justin and one of her friends. And then her friend does the typical uh, female move of just like, could you like get up and move to the other side? Because I want my friend to sit next to me. Can I sit next to her? So she asked Brooke Hogan to get up and come sit next to her and take your place, which you'd already been sitting at, at the table for about four to five minutes. So she made you get up and sit next to me instead. Which Okay. I was just like, it's okay, come on, come on. I'm fine with that. Typical girl just, moves. Gentlemen. Typical girl moves. It, I mean, it, it's gentlemanly, but it's just like, God damn it, we've already done this. We've oh. already established ourselves. I've already been sitting at this table for thought, five I minutes. I thought you were about to tell me I was like, fuck you, bitch, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, 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 no. amazing. You, I mean, at first you were just like, oh, what, what, uh, the, 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 the. oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Sounds and, just like me when I'm drunk. <laughs> and then Justin fed you. Mac and cheese bites. He fed yeah. you the mac and cheese bites. But that's not even the best part. The best part... Yeah, I'm getting a little nervous. The best part is when we start talking... We won't incriminate you. I'm not going to incriminate you. But the best, tar- best part is when we start talking about ass play. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you're just yelling about ass play in the restaurant like that that was it like it, it was just it was loud allegedly 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 was, there was a allegedly children next to us while this was happening yeah. i i remember <laughs> okay so i remember who was sitting behind him it was a man of his age with a dog now the first mention of ass play the dog perked its ears up and looked up as it's if eras. it's ears <laughs> the dog perked its ears up and looked at him as if, oh, what's this? And then the owner soon followed to say, oh, what's this? Discussion. So it was funny. It was good. It was good. Uh, there was a lot of was talk good about, observation. A lot of talk about your pinky. I don't know if that rings any bells. <laughs> Stinky pinky. <laughs> the pinky was brought up into conversation. And we're all telling you to just like, we can, we're just like, hey, we can keep talking about this. Just lower our decibel range a little bit i will say and when you heard that you chose the option to blind to just blindly say fuck you guys gave us the proverbial middle finger and raised your voice even louder so that everybody in our surrounding audience could hear well i was that's what i love does to you 
I loved it. It's true. It was amazing. I did say I was going to fuck your ass and make you humble. That so is true. That is I, true. I, I just, that's what I had to do. You're just following through on uh, on previous promises. I'm going to cut a promo. I'm going to deliver. Exactly. <laughs> Goddamn right. Goddamn right. I was instigating. I was looking at you and laughing hysterically after multiple OBPs. And I was like, no, please keep going. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. Oh, we all loved it. Yeah, everybody at the table fucking loved it. And we all joined in. Don't get me wrong. It was all just a Wayne Brady taught gimmick. That's all it was. Exactly. (laughs) Wayne Brady taught me. Hashtag Wayne Brady 2016. We all joined in with the gimmick. We were all talking about ass play by the end of it. Hands down. You just initiated it. It's fucking gimmick, you know. You Good just, to be an originator. Sometimes, exactly. <laughs> you know, you, people biting your style. That's what a true hipster is, my friend. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, ending on that note, my God, that's a terrible place to end on. Well, we- I will say after that, he did an amazing cover of Tracy Chapman's "Fast Car." Mm, yes. Absolutely remarkable, my friend. It was really great. Uh, the band that was playing? There was a there was an acoustic yeah. little set. There was two guys. They were mediocre. Hey, they did their best. They entertained, they and we clapped for them. We did mm-hmm. clap for them. Yeah, because no one else was. That's true. Right? That is very true. That did happen. You I'm started that clap. Yeah, I didn't Fisher started that clap. Slow clap. Fisher <laughs> started that clap. He did. It was. <laughs> it was like you Melissa knew. Melissa Joan Hart clap, yeah. yeah. It was so like, remember when we're driving, driving in our car, <laughs> beans and bath, down, down, down. They didn't last that down the time. That's all I know. <laughs> had a feeling that I belong. God damn it. Had a feeling I could be, be someone, someone, be someone, someone, be someone. That was the quote of the night, was yeah. be someone, be someone after that. It was uber uh, inspiring. That was. See what I did there. Okay, well, I feel uber. terrible for keeping you guys here so late. Right, I got a stinky pinky. <laughs> the stinky pinky is forever going down in my halls of fame. My God, that was an amazing time. I'm so happy you did that. It, it just made me so happy. Because it, it initiated all of us to talk about that shit at the top of our voices. There you go. Exactly. Trendsetter. Try to be. Let it be known if anything else you know, is not taken from the show. There's only one thing to take away from this episode. Lowest downloads. Chris Fisher, trendsetter. Chris Fisher, lowest downloads. <laughs> Chris Fisher, dropping loads. <laughs> what was, oh, wait, what was the name of that server? His name was Do- 2Deuce, Drop2Deuce. Uh, our server? Yes. I can't remember his name. Because when he heard you talking about it, he came back and started cracking ass play jokes. Yeah, he as was, he was handing the checks back out to everybody, he was happy. Yeah, I love that guy. He's he awesome. was into ass play, definitely. Yeah, he was very happy. And about I noted him. that. Yeah, that guy's cool. I put that in the back of yeah, my head. We, we recorded later. there. That guy took care of us. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Yeah, no, he's, he's dope, awesome. man. He's he's helped me out there before with certain situations. So he he's fucking dope. Johnny's is just a good place overall. Don't yeah. try to get food there at a uh, regional rate, though. <laughs> I'm just messing around. They give your food to you on time. Nonsense. No, they're fucking dope over there. Love Johnny's. Anyways, I really feel terrible about keeping you guys here longer than we should have been. It's super late at this point, and we I need to let you guys do your thing so we can all get to our regular jobs in the morning. You got to go on vacation, my friend. Sort of. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> you got to work <laughs> a Calling bit it off tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's over with. We're, we're done. By tomorrow night, I will be at the beach drinking delicious craft beers. Uh, you lucky bastard. With my children. Doing Finn Balor impressions all night long. Son of a bitch. B Rock and I will both be working in the hot sun. That's right. As as usual. 
we will be wearing our dry fit shirts and sweating them out and changing. Sunscreen. <laughs> and if anybody wants to eat at Anthony's Pizza in Thornton Park, you can find me there allegedly. after 5.30. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sounds fabulous. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fabulous, guys. Exactly. It's a pretty big deal. How you doing? How you doing? So let's uh, <laughs> let's do our let's do our shout outs, my friends. Fisher, would you like to go first? No. <laughs> I'd like to go third. Like, okay. You always start with corn dog. All right. Corn I was trying dog. to. I was trying to I listen to the, the show. Damn it! I know. I was just trying to give you some some help. Sometimes you know? sometimes improv takes fifteen seconds to think about something. Hey, you need Be the right. downloads because we're we're shitting all over everybody over <laughs> here. And let me tell you. We're really not. We're 18 doing people will hear this later. Very poorly over here. B-Rock. What's that? Plug your shit. I'm at uh, Twitter at Thumbs5000. Get some real people and not porn robots, please. Thank you. It's not going <laughs> at to At Twitter, happen. please. <laughs> Twitter, pretty please. Snap That's out. amazing. Cordo. I'm at Totsif, T-A-T-Z-I-F. You can find me on Instagram or on Twitter and uh, on Snapchat at tot 69 that's what's up. Shout out Erica Badu. Shout out Big Show. Love you guys. And if we're actually going to be doing this thing at WrestleMania next, uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not if we're actually going well, to be. Well, when we do these things, we I will have my Snoop Dogg Big Show shirts prepared. So be prepared to drop some bills on my work of art. If BYOCB Show is voted best local podcast, would help a little bit for those WrestleMania credentials. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Those WrestleMania media credentials and to then uh, do the, what we want to do. And then the Trap House can piggyback off of BYOCB's Absolutely. coattails. Fuck yeah. And we don't have to pander to other certain podcasts. Like, I've got eight people on my show. We all need media pass. Come on. Come on. <laughs> We're wearing Snoop Dogg Big Show t-shirts. All right. All help of us. us out here. We're a media conglomerate here in Orlando, if you didn't exactly. know. Uh at BYOCB show on the Twitter, everywhere else I talked about earlier. Shout out Tracy Chapman. Shout out Enzo Amore. Uh, shout out uh, Archie Bunker. Carmella. Uh, yeah, shout out Carmella because she's fabulous. And uh, hit, uh, see y'all uh, 2016 tour. I don't know. I'm just coming up with shit. <laughs> shout out Wayne Brady. 2016. Shout out. 2016 shout tour. out uh, venereal crotchiness. Goddamn right. And you can find me on Twitter personally at Steve's Trap. I've already shouted out all the other bullshit from earlier. I'm not going to do it again because I just don't care. That's just how that is. And I would love to personally thank again our good friend Chris Fisher for coming on with us. Thank you for having me in the Trap House to record multiple shows. <laughs> Stay way too late. Get home way too late. But I think I'm going to uh, put a mouth hugger in my mouth here in a little bit. Okay, that, that oh, actually yeah. sounds like a good idea. If you bring something for your wife, she might not be as pissed at you. Ah, she's, she goes to bed at 8.30. Oh, she okay. tapped out. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Will you tap her? Cobra Clutch. With my pinky? With your pinky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's hope so. All right, everybody. Thank you all for downloading and supporting the show. We appreciate it. Much peace and love.